This is a Federal News Network podcast. When protesting contract awards, losing contractors can sometimes receive government reimbursement for the costs of the protest. The key here is sometimes. In one recent case, a protester caused the agency to redo the whole award, but the protester didn't get any money back for legal fees. Procurement attorney Joseph Petrillo has details and the lessons learned. And Joe, this case, I guess, is still not quite totally resolved. Uh, they haven't reawarded, but tell us the background here and how it led to that little dispute about legal fees, which I know every lawyer likes to get. Well, uh, yes, it certainly helps when you can make your uh, client pay less or nothing for a protest and a successful protest. The case was about a, a DHS acquisition of role-playing services for a law enforcement training center. So these are people who are going to come in and pretend to be perpetrators or bystanders or whatever, and they're going to use that as a way of educating and training law enforcement personnel. The evaluation criteria were a best value trade-off, and the factors were, first of all, experience, then management staffing and scheduling approach, past performance, and price rounded out the four evaluation criteria. Performance literally in this case. Uh, yes, indeed, uh, quite literally. And the evaluation and proposal system was kind of complicated. It had two phases. First of all, you submitted proposals that addressed only your experience. And the agency looked at those and decided who would go on to phase two of the acquisition. So they were going to eliminate some people as having insufficient experience. In phase two, you were limited to an oral presentation about management, staffing, and scheduling approach. And you could submit slides to accompany your oral presentation, but the solicitation said that the slides wouldn't be evaluated. So the procurement went on to its conclusion. So what would the purpose of slides or some kind of a PowerPoint presentation be normally then if it's not part of what the agency is evaluating? Well, that's a good question, and we'll see as, as the story okay. unfolds what, what role the slides played. After an, an award decision was made, one of the losing offerors, NARCOR Specialties, protested. And they went to GAO, filed a protest. While their protest had been filed and they were waiting for the agency report, they received a debriefing. They thought they had some good issues. They thought that the agency had evaluated based on criteria it hadn't stated, and there were errors in the evaluation. So they added those to the protest. So finally, the agency submits to GAO its agency report with some of the documentation supporting the award decision and showing the evaluation process. And those documents would be shown to the attorneys and generally not to the client under a protective order. After that happened, NARCOR supplemented its protest and they felt they had a really good issue here. And that issue was that the agency had in fact evaluated the slides at the oral presentation. When you looked at the evaluation record, more than half of it in the evaluation consisted of references to the oral presentation. These are the same slides that originally the agency had said would not be part of the evaluation. Exactly. So, so they saw the know, slides and kind of liked what they saw after all. Well, there's an interesting question here. The regulations on oral presentations say that a record has to be made of them. And then it gives a whole spectrum of possibilities for recording or what happens at the oral presentation. The purpose of that is to show which portions of the oral presentation were used in the evaluation. Otherwise, there'd be no record of that. And the spectrum goes all the way from a videotape or video recording of the presentations to 
the notes of the agency folk who are listening to the evaluation. And they do include the slides. Here, apparently, the notes weren't good enough to support the evaluation. I'm speculating a bit. So the agency relied upon the slides. We're speaking with procurement attorney Joseph Petrillo. So all of this is laid before the GAO adjudicators. What happened next? Well, before they actually got to decide the case, the agency had to submit a supplemental report on the new protest. The agency looked at the new protest and said, oops, we made a mistake here. So they did what an agency really is supposed to do in that instance. They took corrective action. They told GAO, look, we're going to cancel the award decision. We're going to allow offerors to submit written proposals. We'll make an evaluation based on that and a new award decision. And GAO, whenever you have that kind of situation, dismisses the protest, fine, and goes to the next phase. Yeah, they tell the parties, go in peace and don't call us again unless there's another protest. Exactly. However, this company, Narcor Specialties, now has spent time, effort, money on the protest, and it resulted in a redo of the procurement, so they felt that they were entitled to recover attorney's fees. The rules here are a little complicated. But generally, you have to show that you've prevailed in the protest either after the protest has reached a decision or if the agency takes corrective action that they delayed unduly in reaching a decision. Now, how do you know they delayed unduly? Well, the rule of thumb, and there are exceptions, but the rule of thumb is that the agency must take corrective action before it files its next report after the good issue is raised. Sure. So here, the, the problem the protester had was they raised the winning issue in their second supplemental protest, and the agency took corrective action before that report was due to GAO. They tried to get around it by making a novel argument that their other supplemental protests would have led the agency into the area of looking at this question of how they had documented the oral presentations And that would have caused the agency to to, uh, have corrective action. But GAO didn't buy it, felt it was too attenuated a a process. So NARCOR could still get this award at this point. The thing is an open bid under evaluation, correct? Uh, That's correct. I haven't heard that there's been an award decision, but there will be a new award decision under the corrective action. But they won't get their reimbursement for the legal fees thus far. Nope, they will not be able to recover that. And that does show a benefit an agency has in taking corrective action and doing it promptly. Not only does it bring the procurement forward quicker than losing a protest and having to go through the same thing later, but it can save them some money on legal fees. And the legal fees, when they are reimbursed, does it come from GAO or does it come from the agency? It comes from the agency. Uh, The agency has to pay those fees. There are limits on how much can be recovered if you're not a small business and uh, issues like that. But you know, can get reasonably complicated. The point I think this protest shows is the benefits of taking corrective action and doing it early. And just out of curiosity, do you have any knowledge of whether agencies tend to budget for reimbursement of protest legal fees? Yeah, unfortunately, being in private practice, it's not an, an issue that I need to, to address. But, you know, that's something maybe when you have one of your contracting officers on the, the show, you should ask them. Yeah, or one of the budget officers <laughs> who, try to, <laughs> who try to turn it down when it comes up in the request. Procurement attorney Joseph Petrillo is with Petrillo and Powell. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Tom. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Looking for holiday gifts for less? Come to Ross and say, yeah, 
to making your dollar stretch on name brand toys, clothes, and gifts. Get the gift of savings this holiday from Ross. Yes for less. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.